This week on Backyard Footy. You see American Pie? Oh, 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 yeah. oh this stuff. Uh, when I was younger, I thought American Pie. You went to Washington? Was well, you didn't go to Washington. West Virginia was right beside your school, right? University? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's more like American Pie. I mean, that was, that was kind of far. So, like, uh, okay. I stayed focused on soccer in school. I got lucky in that part because I knew for a fact that if I went to big school, mm. I wouldn't play in Pittsburgh right now. What's up, footy fans? Welcome to the 21st episode of Backyard Footy with your host, Hugh Roberts, where each episode I dive into the backgrounds, journeys, and experiences of current professionals, former professionals, and anyone that's been involved in the game. Backyard Footy is brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network of Podcasts. That's BGN.FM on the internet. You can also follow them on Twitter at the BGNFM. Backyard Footy is also brought to you by the Roughneck Scars and Golden Gold Press. <laughs> Very excited to bring you my homeboys back from last year. Very good episode. First and foremost, I believe we have the French musician Tomas in his second year. Nico Brett, my yard brother from Jamaica Straight in up. his fourth year. And we have, last but not least, Toby, a.k.a. Tobias, in his third year as well. Hometown hero, my little bro, back home. Welcome, fellas. Welcome to my show. Yeah, Appreciate you guys coming. It's good. Yeah. Nico, how's great. everything? How's the flight in? Oh, it was cool. Nice. That was a bit long. Yeah? How was that? You had a layover too, or no? Yeah, we went back home. Uh, that's when you sent me that first man. Yeah, went back home, man. Mm. Quick second. Yeah. <laughs> see the people. You How's the season been going for y'all? Started off a bit slow, you mm-hmm. know, but we've been on a good run mm-hmm. lately. You know, it's only going to get more challenging. So right. yeah, we've been struggling at the beginning because we got a lot of goals which we usually don't, mm-hmm. and then now starts rolling since Nico's scores. <laughs> I think it kind of like remind us about like last year. Mm-hmm. We start off really hot, and then kind of like you know what I mean like it's like the opposite now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we're in like a four game winning streak. We're just trying to continue yeah. to win games. And everything in the camp was good during that little dry spell, you know, like yeah, everything was good. Off. You know, I mean, everyone believes in the team, so but we just weren't getting the results. We, yeah. I mean, because we were, I mean, I would say we were, we had. The results were most of the games, but we just gave up, gave away a lot of points in the stretch. We weren't getting wins, so that's definitely something we changed and turned around. Because mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's frustrating to be leading most of the game and then mm-hmm. losing or tying or whatever. Facebook you know, too. Exactly. Oh, so yeah, that was definitely something we knew we had to change around if we wanted to have a somewhat successful season. So, what about for you guys personally, though? How you guys been feeling the season's been going for you guys? Mm, I think it's going good. You know what I mean? It's picking up. Mm-hmm. Um, we just need to continue to work on whatever we need to work on to have a better season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get stronger as a team, so individually, everybody starts to get better too. So it helps a lot. Who's having the cookouts these days, though? Everyone's coming over to Chef Brett. <laughs> <laughs> you know other chefs there, you know myself. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm really cooking. Toby cooks sometimes, you know what I mean? And you he invite the boys over for food sometimes. Don't insult me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just eat. You know, we're the Jamaican. Right. You know, you're the Jamaican chef is right here. Yeah, I'm part Jamaican as well, in case you didn't know. Who? You? I am, in case you didn't know. Would you say Bob's trusting you guys a little more in your second year under him? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think so, you know what I mean? It's, it's much better than last year. How so? 
Certain stuff he would like normally, you know what I mean, stress himself over. Yeah. He barely talked to us about it. Well, for me, you know what I mean? So I think he's trusting me a little bit more. And you feel that in practicing? Yeah. Practicing, definitely. I would say he's trusting me in terms of playing me. Consistently. Consistently, so, I mean, yeah. But would you, I mean... The roster, I wouldn't think is as deep as it is last year. Mm-hmm. Would you say? Would you say that? Uh, I would agree. You know, I feel like we have a younger team this year, so it's obviously a different vibe. But you know, still same. You know, yeah. the usual hardworking guys. Mm-hmm. You know, grinding. Same goal, fun to win. You know, mm-hmm. definitely a younger team. I would say. Um. Yeah, we not. I think we're not as deep as last year, though. When I came in last year as a rookie, it was really hard to win, to earn like the starting start, starting lineup mm-hmm. to get in. And uh, I feel like this year you can see like who's gonna start and everybody got a role in the team. Right, right. That's more defined. Yeah, have, have a good core from last year yeah, too. Yeah, you feel like yeah. it's like it's the core and everyone else around yeah. it, yeah. based off like minutes and stuff. What y'all think about the USL this year? I think. It's better than last year. Oh, yeah. I think every oh, yeah. year it's like just getting yeah. better and better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Last year you could count out a few teams where yeah. okay we could get three points here. This year, nope. Yeah. You got to work for real. Every yeah, team, for real. Every team, even you got what Hartford last place. They're a good team. Yeah, yeah. 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 Loud them. They beat us through one out. Yeah, like yeah. if you don't bring your A game. Yeah, you're about to lose or lose some points, something. I feel like this year has been a lot more money invested into certain teams, just everyone in general, like the quality. Definitely certain teams. A a good 17 of 18 teams are all going to fight this year and all going to battle this year. It's East um, playoffs. And you know, funny enough, you could see it already. Like the first part of the season, you see St. Louis up there. Everyone thinking like St. Louis is just going to run away with it. No, you see Tampa. No, you see Indy Eleven coming. Yeah, you know what I mean? Coming strong. Yeah, this is a long race, and usually the teams that have good quality and have a good core, they know that guy. Yeah. Like yeah. you guys, yeah. Louisville. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it's long, and as you long said, like it's like St. Louis. There. Yeah. I don't even think they're in playoffs right now. Maybe ninth or tenth, but from Maybe first tenth. to ninth or tenth, it's yeah. crazy. So you know what's up? Like I think they're in tenth position, it's but a long season, man. if you don't bring in A games. Mm-hmm. Here in for yeah, trouble, yeah. and you can't get complacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who do you think is like the, the toughest opponent this season so far that you've played? I think Indy was the best that we played. Yeah, I say Indy. Indy. Yeah, Indy. I, thought we, I thought we played well defensively against Played well defensively. At Indy? They have a lot of the ball, the position, yeah. they are strong. Yeah. They're a good team for sure. Yeah. A lot of experienced players. Lot, yeah. You yeah. know what's a good thing about their teams? Like sometimes they see like MLS guys come to the USL and they're just like okay I'm mm. just gonna play our game mm-hmm. those guys that Indy um, using right now on their team they're there to like make their name like yeah. it doesn't matter if they're older players or younger players they just want to show that okay we're really good we're coming for this we're mm-hmm. giving our A games at all times yeah. no I feel the same exact way when we played them, they came here and we were down 3 0 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> At home, too. It was like the first, second game of the. Not first, it was. And it finished 4 1 too, bro. It was bad. It was a long day. 
long year. That's a long hole over there, I'll tell you that. God damn. Long year, man. Uh, with Mark gone, though, do you guys feel like his absence a little bit or without? Because I don't think you guys got another yeah, assistant coach, right? I, I mean, personally, I, I mean, because, like, we have another assistant coach, but it's not really one that has as much power, I would say, as Mark does over, you know, certain decisions being made mm-hmm. overall. And it's like overall his presence is being like who, who is the dad of, uh, if you will, of the team or whatever. But, I mean, he still keeps in touch with some of the guys. So, I mean, yeah, you would come to the local room, talk to players. Like, if, yeah. you, if you had a bad practice or a bad game, you would talk to yeah. you. And, yeah. Those little things go a long way. Yeah, too, because like especially. for me personally, he's very good at motivating yeah. players. Yeah. Sometimes when you're down, you need someone that's just going to help to pick you up. You know what I mean? And sometimes you will see your weakness and try to pull you aside and help yeah. you to work on your weakness. So, Especially coming from a coach too. And yeah. you can see like the higher-ups are they're supportive of you. They want you to succeed. Yeah. And yeah. it's going to motivate you to go further. But they're really... I mean, I'm sure there's been plenty of times last year. I know for me, they just turn their shoulder on you, and you're really just like, all right, well, it's in my performance. Yeah. They're not liking me anymore. But just that communication goes a long way. So, yeah. Yeah. so for those who don't know, Toby is, is an original guest. He was on episode one, very first guest. So unfortunately, tonight you won't be hearing his story. But go back to episode one on Backyard Footy. Listen to the story. You don't want to miss it, for real. Very, very intriguing story. But... First and foremost, we're going to hear from the French Connection. Thomas, why don't you tell us your story a little bit? So I studied back in France, uh, in Normandy. I was at the Academy of Cannes. They play in League One. I mean, they got, just got relegated, so they're going to play League Two next year. Mm-hmm. So I did all my academy there, like from under 11 to under 19. Then at under 19, you know if you're going to sign pro or not. And they released me. Mm-hmm. So... I was a bit lost. I went to play fifth year, which is decent level. When you're 19, that's hard to get there. Fifth, so, fifth level, fifth division? Yeah, yeah fifth division. Mm-hmm. Because, like, people are kind of, like, I would say 27, 28. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're strong. So that's hard as yeah. a 19 years old to get there. Sure. You know? So I was playing there good and stuff, but no one picked me. So I was lost again. Mm-hmm. I decided to come in America in college to get my degree, get an education. And then that was a D2 school mm-hmm. at the University of Charleston. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, it went well for me. I got my degree and I got the opportunity to sign here in Pittsburgh. And now let's backtrack a little bit though. So why did you even make that leap to come over here though? You know? Was it for school because, mostly? Because yeah, so like they offered you a full ride to come over here? Yeah. Uh yeah, they offered me a full ride to come over here. Um yeah, I had to come here to get an education. I got my, I graduated from high school, and then nothing. And so what I'm gonna do? Play soccer, find a job. Like so, you need to was to come to get a an education. Yeah, education. just an education. Not even the best soccer, I wanted to travel too because my whole life I stayed in Normandy. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything, mm-hmm. so I wanted to travel, mm-hmm. get my degree, and and college went well. Even though it was D two, like I met so many good people. I enjoyed my time. It was a small town, but that was fun. Where did you go again? Uh, University of Charleston in West Virginia. And uh, I got lucky. We won the national championship. I ended up being player of the of the year. Mm-hmm. And so from there, everything clicked and the started. The old D2? The old D2, yeah. Wow. 
So everything started like that. Yeah. I got invited to the MLS Combine. I went there. I played well. What position? I played number six, defensive mid. I played, I played, I played well, but I didn't get drafted. So then again, I'm lost. I'm about to go home, pack my stuff. My coach tell me, yeah, you have to stay. Like you have to finish your degree. You have six months left. Alright, I stay. Then uh, we have that friendly game against Pittsburgh. Spring, spring semester. Friendly game against Pittsburgh. I play there. They called me back to to go in preseason with them. And it went well. Damn, so bro. I signed there. That's crazy though, right? Yeah. It's... I mean, I got lucky to be fair. Like I'm, I'm being honest. I got lucky. A lot of luck. I mean, I worked hard, but. Luck is part of life, I think. You're the right spot for a reason, though, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it just, all the stars align. What was crazy is, though, last year, you were in the car with us when we were talking to this man on trial. We were sitting there with uh, Tomas. Oh, yeah. sitting, <laughs> sitting there in the car, story. and this guy's like, man, I'm about to pack my bags. Right. I'm about to go home. <laughs> Bob's not offering me a contract. I'm done with this. I'm like, Tomas, like, listen, just go through it. This is before Pitt or after Pitt? That was after. No, that was after. Well, I think that was after. after it has to be after Pitt because Pitt game. Yeah, you balled <laughs> out. That's what I'm saying. After Pitt, you were like, no, yeah. no, because so what? What happened? I trained the first week, right? And at the end of the week, on Friday we play against Pitt. And before the game, Bob come up to me and say like, "You're gonna play with Pitt today." Alright, so in my head I'm like, ah, you already know. Yeah. So I play, I play my game, and in my head I'm like, yeah, this may be my last soccer game because I'm gonna go home and probably not play again because I don't want to. So I play, I try to enjoy my, myself as much as I can. I make Cristiano Francois, by the way. <laughs> Just kidding. And, uh, and then, yeah, in the car I'm like, alright, it's pretty clear to me. We have a game Sunday against Bethlehem. He told me to come back, but. I don't feel like it. I'm yeah. just gonna go home. My my school is three three hours away. I'm just gonna yeah. go home. And you guys talk to me in the car like you have no no other yeah, option. Yeah, you have to is, stay. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> you have to stay. So I, I stay because of you guys. To be fair, and then yeah, and yeah. then you went well. Got that new contract. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my piece. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Take one percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From now on, take one percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what was the when you came over here? What was the comparison kind of with French soccer and American soccer? What was the differences for you? Um, at first, I didn't really feel it because in my school there's a lot of international, and most of them they play in Europe, and my coach is English, so that was kind of the same mentality. I start to feel it when I went to play uh, summer league, the PDL. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like everybody give more energy before the games, high clean up, like yelling and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like back home is more calm. Yeah, like yeah. you have you have rules, you have to follow rules, and that's it. Definitely. You have to play your game. And Definitely. yeah, but I like I like the way American people like cheers up and mm-hmm. yeah, you have to give your best all the games mm-hmm. and. And I, yeah, I like it. Well, it's That's different. It's not like that over there. It's a little different. Yeah, you have to, but it's more like selfish. So you have to do your thing, and I have to do my yeah, thing, yeah. and hopefully we win. Yeah, yeah. put it no? together. That's a big yeah. difference. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, everyone just play their roles. Right. Right. You're a defender, make sure you defend. Make I'm a striker, I score goals. Yeah. Right. 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 And there's a lot more money involved, I assume too. So yeah, yeah. The dudes is all think families too, like. 
A lot of that. Yeah, that makes sense though. Yeah. You still have uh, goals and dreams, or what's your aspirations? Obviously, I always uh, dream to play MLS. Mm-hmm. Obviously, but I think it's hard when you play USL, and especially when you're international to make it to the MLS. Mm-hmm. Um, but I try to do to my best career here in USL. Mm-hmm. I want to stay here. I want to play here for for a long time. Here is in America. America, yeah, America. Let me just clarify that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but to be fair, two years from now, you never know. (laughs) Some guys might be making some big time MLS money here. Yeah, Yeah, there's a lot more money in this league now. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Six figures and stuff. You can see it growing. Yeah. You can see it growing, really. Nah. Super Brett. Tell us your story, brother. So I'm from Kingston, Jamaica. Mm. Started to play at age, maybe. Well, my mom said since I was in belly. I was already (laughs) from Kingston. (laughs) 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 My dad was a player too, but I really started to play at maybe age eight. Um, Some regular stuff, kicking around on the street and maybe like they have like some small football competition around the area go and play and stuff mm-hmm. um, I didn't really get started officially until like 12 mm-hmm. I started to play in the under 13 league for a team called Mountain View then from there I went to Santos U15 team and I went to Fraser's Whip how are you getting these opportunities you know people not really like I didn't really know a lot of people but you know how it is whenever people see you and they don't know it but you're playing really well right. you know what I mean I whenever moment I get on the field I start to show people like yo I right. can really do right. my thing you know what I mean and turn heads yes people don't notice that yeah right. so when I went to Fraser's Whip I got called up to the Jamaica under 17 team to go on a tryout I went there I got into the team went to play for the U17 uh, how was that experience was great, you know what I mean? That's when I, f- I was like a second time traveling out of the country to play mm-hmm. soccer. You went to a major tournament with the 17? No, we just went to the Caribbean rounds, actually. Gotcha. You know what I mean? World Cup qualifiers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't make it to the CONCACAF region, but it was really good experience, you know what I mean? See what soccer was like outside of Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And from there, I just started like, <laughs> my, <laughs> At that point, I just started like doing my thing. Like, I get to high school, like you know, high school soccer back home is like one of the biggest thing. And I mean, I started score a lot of goals. Um, one year, I got a leading goal scorer. I was How old you? I was like eighteen. Mm-hmm. I was a leading goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Got called up to the Jamaica under twenty three team. Mm-hmm. And now the under twenty team first. I went there, played in the World Cup qualifiers. Came back, they called me to the U23 team. I went there. Um, I was trying to go pro, but every time something pops up in the last minute, everything just break down. So I was like, what am I gonna do? My mom is very big in education, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna make my mom proud. Come on. So I decided to go to this um, college combine. They have like a lot of coaches. Oh, that's right. Came to a Caribbean college combine, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have this one in Jamaica where like 10 to 
12 coaches from college from like D2 to D1 will come to Jamaica and like the guys who play high school soccer will just have like two days of soccer and the coaches just try to select whosoever they want mm -hmm. and Robert Morris coach got in touch with me and I was like okay I'm interested because he had a he had like two Jamaicans on the team. No, three Jamaicans. Prince Samuels, Carl Reed, and Devon Speedy Williams. Devon mm -hmm. Speedy Williams plays for Louisville right now. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to leave the country knowing that I don't have like a Jamaican brother to like mm -hmm. be overseas with. So I decided to go to Robert Morris. Uh, first year was really bad. I didn't use it. I didn't. I, it was the first time seeing snow. I had no jacket. <laughs> I did. Oh Jamaica, I got, I got, I got. <laughs> yeah, no idea. No, I swear I didn't remember nothing about Maybe like dream. snow and those stuff. I got there in August, first week of September, wearing t-shirt. Second week, I just wake up one morning, it's cold. I'm like, wow. So like, I didn't get my first jacket until like late October. I had to like literally spring from my room. To the cafeteria, spring from the cafeteria to my classes, from my classes to practice. Pittsburgh, ah, so my first year I didn't score any mm -hmm. goals. I was like injured, like the food was different, like yeah. you know what I mean. So after I talked to the coach, they decide for our second year, they're gonna let us move off campus because he realized we are responsible and we know how to cook. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So. We moved off campus, I started cook. After that, it was just magic. Three times MVP for my conference. Every year I'm like leading goal square in my conference. One year I was like, I had the most points in the nation uh, as a sophomore. Then from that, I went to the endless combine. I got selected by the Portland Timbers. I senior went, year. Yeah, senior year. Got selected by the Portland Timbers. When, you know, basically when they select you, after the first round, basically you're going on trial. trial yeah. So I went there, they slept me for the, f I got picked for the first team. They signed me to the first team. Mm -hmm. And I just get, got there, um, I went there and I did my best. Play one MLS game. My first year as a pro, I scored eight goals, five assists in, in the second team. The two team in the USA. Yeah. What year was this, is what? 2016. Mm -hmm. Then the second year, they went in a different direction, so I didn't really play. I was injured. Okay, so last year, I came to Pittsburgh. You know, I mean, I just show Portland Timbers exactly why you guys right. had signed me in the right. first, um, first run, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I just went there, went, came to Pittsburgh, you know what I mean? Because this is like my home away from home yeah, because, yeah, you know, yeah, I came yeah, to school here much. and mm -hmm. everything was just like, <clears throat> so basically I was like at home um, did really well last year I had 15 goals 8 assists mm -hmm. you know what I mean this year I'm just trying to do better mm -hmm. now what's crazy is though after Portland you were on, you went to trial with Bob right in Rochester yeah I went to no first after the first half of the year I leave Portland I went to Israel mm. so I was elite I was with elite Nazareth Things wasn't working out, you know. I mean, they wanted to play me out of my position. How long you there? Two months. I was just like, okay. Yeah. Then my agent told me that um, Coach Bob Lee is looking for a striker. 
I went there. <laughs> I went there after like ten days. He was like, I'm not sure. And then like the moment the transfer window closed, he told me, Yo, you could stay and practice just in case next year I'm looking for a striker. Let me see what you have. Five days after he came to me and be like, made a big mistake. I should have signed him. I was like, so what you just trained the rest of the year? Yeah, so I just practiced for the rest of the year, yeah. and then after he told me next year for Rochester, I'm gonna bring you in. So make sure you leave all your information. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Then Rochester got fold. He called me down here, down to Pittsburgh for a tryout. I came, did my thing, worked really hard. He decided to sign me. I gave him 15 goals, eight assists last year. Last year you're on trial too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on trial too. Yeah, so I went and try out. How was it mentally coming from MLS to go to try for a new SL team? How was it? It was pretty easy for me because me, I'm not cocky or anything, but I'm always about proving myself what I can do because this is what soccer is about. Prove yourself. It's not all about where you're coming from or your name. And I think that's where a lot of guys go wrong. Oh, I'm coming from MLS to USL. I'm just going to walk through this league. No, it's different. You have to be willing to work hard and run a lot. You know what I mean? You have to give your very best at all times because younger players want to make their names and you have players who want to move from USL to MLS. So you're going to come and work hard every day. So if you don't work hard, that's where you go wrong. Mm -hmm. That mentality was like that here too. I mean, we didn't win a game six games in and we just kept tying we only won one game in 15 games bro one in 15 we're just like but it comes back to that mindset mentality like the first month first off we only had nine dudes in preseason for a full month then dudes started to show up late and took this lead for a joke bro like everybody Indy came worked us Loudon came worked us 3-1 Red Bull came put a Bethlehem came on the field we played in St. Louis in the middle of a storm there looking like Barcelona. Everybody was, but dudes were just like, ah, oh, whatever, like, I'm going to MLS this USL. Like, and then when you got punished for it now, like, you're starting to wake up, but... Yeah. Yeah, that mentality. Um, that's, that's, where I, that's what I said earlier. In this league, if you don't decide to work hard, people don't show you up. Yeah. You, won't, you won't come with this MLS thing. Yeah. You're in this league, you have to behave like a USL player now because you're in USL, you have yeah. to come here. Give your very best. Right. Work hard. What was the American style in comparison to the Jamaican style when you came over? Oof. Was it's that? different. Like, they work harder here. You know what I mean? With and without the ball. Mm. I think back home, people have more... Uh, people more... Have more technique back home. Here, it's more like kick and run. You know what I mean? But back home, it's more like skill and stuff like that. Depends on the team too, but definitely I know what you mean. It's definitely more direct here. Yeah, in America, you said you were called up to the U seventeen national team. So what's it like watching a lot of the you know the USL boys on the Jamaican national team now in the Gold Cup and stuff? Nah, it's fun to watch that. <laughs> you know I mean, those guys are like my bros. Like if we in Jamaica, we hang out together. We call each other. Yo, where are you going? Yeah. Are you going to practice here or there? Yo, we're going to the gym or whatever. You know what I mean? So it's not just like okay, he's from Jamaica. I know like. We are like boys, like we are friends. You yeah. still trying to get back to the first team though? Like, yeah, I'm trying to get back, you know what I mean? That's the reason why I'm still playing. Right. I'm just working really hard and hopefully my turn can come. They didn't say anything after last year, 15 goals? Um, 
I talked to like the manager and he just told me you continue to work hard. Mm -hmm. You might think that we're not watching, but we are. So that's my thing, just working hard and hopefully they could call me up and I could go and show what I can do. You know what I mean? You still have some goals and aspirations still with your dream? Hopefully I could get back to get to Europe. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a dream, you know what I mean? To get to Europe playing. So what do y'all think though of all the USL players in the Gold Cup recently? It's big time. Yeah. Big that's yeah. big for the players and yeah. for the league. Yeah. Yeah. You Definitely. know what I mean? And that's that's more eyes. As you can see, you saw that the Jamaican guy, Brian Brown, he went to Albania. Oh, I didn't even know that. He went to the championship team. He just signed. Oh, he just signed. We're from just the signed. championship team now, Albania? Yeah, so he was playing for Reno. Mm. No, he got signed oh, to the Ford? Yeah, so he got signed to Albania team that won last season. Wow. From the Gold Cup too. Because he was the yeah, he striker was, for yeah. a while, right? Yeah, he was in the Gold Cup. Wow. So. Yeah, I think it boasts well for the league. Like yeah. Jordan, for example, getting called up too. Like, the fact that USL players are still, you know, the dude from our team, Curacao, played against US. And they the did really well, as you can they see. Play. Look at, they played. Look at, look at, look at, look at, look at Speedy, yeah. Devin Williams from Louisville. The other dude from Louisville there. too, center back. Center back. He's a left back, right? Yeah, Sean Francis. Yeah. You know what I mean? As you can see, as I said, the league is growing. Like A lot of guys get chances, you know what I mean? And I'm, uh, I can tell you this. The guys who played in MLS and in Europe didn't walk over those USL guys. Yeah. So that says a lot, you know what I mean? Canada too has a lot of USL guys yeah. too. Um, I think Carousel with one or two. Yeah, yeah, Trinidad yeah. have a few. Trinidad has, we have a sentiment, starting sentiment from Trinidad too. Like, it just shows that our quality, and like like you said earlier, you can't take this league for a joke anymore. And yeah. Like, I'm happy for every single one of those guys because we need that as a league. Yeah, we need that. Stuff. People, when they see USL soccer now, it's like, oh, all right, well, these guys can at least hang with us yeah. a little mm -hmm. bit and stuff. Yeah. Like, we had our dude, Andrew Gutman, the left back, national team. He went out there and said he did really well in the camp, but they're kind of just like the USL tag on this yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, can't inviting a USL player to the 14 national team. Yeah, 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 that plays a role too. But just yeah, the fact yeah. that the USL, I think I've never heard of a USL player getting invited to the US national team camp, but to have a USL player, you know, invited to the US national team camp just shows like we're on the radar a little bit. Yeah, that's 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 big time. You know what I mean? And, after a few years, people gonna like really respect the USL, you know what I mean? As you can see, like almost every year you see players leaving from the USL going elsewhere. Right. There's also a new wave of kids that are coming to the league that are foregoing college. Mm -hmm. Y'all think that's the not the best route, but if you're serious about soccer, the good route to take because the USL starting to get a little bigger now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure four or five years from now, it's a different league. Yeah. Even right now in Pittsburgh, when I used to go to college. They used to get like get a certain amount of um, support, you know. I mean, people never really go to the game, mm -hmm. but since I started playing, like every year, it's just started to get better and better. Even the other night, we had like a full house. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, we had like a full. And it was better than last year. Mm -hmm. So and the atmosphere is nice, like people are like, cheering. And yeah, you get yo. The other night we got. Soccer atmosphere. Yeah, for it, for it. For the entire ninety minutes. Scored like the eight, yeah. minutes. Yeah. 
Steel Army was just going crazy. I was sitting on a bench and I was like, Coach, you need to put me on. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I was so, I was like, I'm like, damn. The wild I need part to. is those even the regular. Uh, yeah, yeah, they, yes, oh, they, all of them still say that? Yo, we got like a soccer atmosphere. Like, yeah, 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 it was crazy. Everyone cheering, they clapping yeah, together, yeah. everything like, yo, soccer growing. And now even with the academy players training with us, like yeah, Pittsburgh did it last year. You still um, do. Um, you still do it now, right? Yeah. But here in Charlotte, we do that too. A bunch of even mm-hmm. college boys training with us, young academy boys. But I know throughout the league, all a lot of academy players are training with mm-hmm. the USL team now. But that just like to have teenagers around a professional environment. You really I mean, don't know where they stand. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so they get an idea of what it is right, like, and right. you know what I mean. I, I wish I thought. That's what I was gonna say too. Like, yeah, I wish I was able to train it. You know, yeah. just practice with DC or against DC players. Yeah, I like, think that's what helped me back home, because my brother is like, yo, most of these kids here are better than these kids. Mm-hmm. Don't play with them unless you have to. Mm-hmm. Go and play with the older guys. It's faster and stuff. So whenever you get back to your level, you're like. At a higher level, you know what I mean, and it's really good. It give you confidence. Also, you learn uh, learn from the older guys. Mm. How should soccer keep growing in this country, though? It's growing. It's it's growing. growing. I was kind of mad they didn't make the last World Cup because that would have like helped it a lot more. So they pushed it back a bit. Yeah, definitely. But I feel like they covered the ground that they needed to. I feel like it's kind of like a blessing in disguise, to be honest, because yeah. we're doing a lot of things wrong in this system. And yeah. kind of like woke it showed us how like, far away we yeah. are, really. Still are. Really like, yeah, but the good thing is the World Cup is coming, so everybody has to move um, to move on quickly. Yeah, yeah. To be it's crazy. That I saw, I think it was the U20 World Cup, and they compared the U20, like the people that were on the roster now and like back in the day. Back in the day, it was like a lot of move from college. Oh, like yeah, no, it's a lot of pros. A lot of European pros, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, new waves. Probably like one or two college players. Yeah. That's, like, that's true. That's how it is now, because even Jamaica teams, it's like a few guys that play high school soccer in the youth of the team. Now you have guys that play pro. Yeah. Going back home to play and stuff. And it's like they don't take you seriously unless you're a pro as a teenager now. I'd have to consider going pro. Would you guys go pro as a teenager? Right now, though, with like, like for us, for example, like, we don't really come from big schools or anything. You're not having a lot of opportunities, but you have an opportunity to go to the USL instead of college. I don't know if I'd go pro as a teenager, but I feel like I definitely would have gone to a bigger college. Yeah, I would say because I feel like definitely. a lot of people, I mean, you know, a lot of people have had their careers based on where they went to. Yeah, that's big time. Because like let's say years too. You know what I'm saying? You go to a big school and you get drafted just off the strength of your name or you weren't and you got one year in the MLS, let's say for example, you got that on your resume, your price tag's already higher than someone that thinks you got MLS experience. You know what I'm saying? Like barely only play like ten games. You feel me? If you play the MLS, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. shit like that. You know, but I don't think I'd, I don't know if I'd go pro because like I feel like college is an experience in itself. It is, though. you know, just in terms of going to a bigger school, probably most likely. 
It's an animal too. I mean, we all know players are good enough to be pros right now, but yeah. college just ate them up. That yeah, lifestyle. For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. That's the problem. Yeah, yo, That's if an you animal. don't, if you're not careful in college yeah, and always remind yourself what you want to be in life. That's dangerous. <laughs> sports, I know. Sports and me, bro, by far. A lot of distractions, bro. A lot of distractions. Cause like it's hard. Cause in college, you have to understand that you're there for, let's say, for soccer, but also you gotta go to school, you gotta go to class. You know what I'm saying? You fell out then. Eligibility's gone. You know what I'm saying? It's like getting that, staying out of trouble. You know, it's like, cause. Highs are watching you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you can't act like a non-athlete, mm-hmm. you feel me? So, college is definitely a discipline thing. So, yeah, like, that definitely gets you ready for the real world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> definitely guys, it gets you ready for the real world. I couldn't, honestly, I couldn't imagine not experiencing college now because of like the shit I experienced in college and how that's. It's definitely prepared me, like you know what I'm saying. It's like yeah, little yeah, things, that and I see it like with a lot of young boys on my team, 18, 20 year olds, and stuff like. I see it with the young boys on our team as well. But yeah, like I see it, and sometimes like they just can't handle themselves, or they're not picking themselves up like that, or you know, there's a lot of little things that it just teaches you that you don't even realize sometimes you get to the real world like that. Tomas, for you though, like the French system, how would you compare that? What should like the American system do, like to kind of emulate that? And, you know, I mean, I think college is good. It's a good thing because, but if you're 17 and you turn pro and you make so much money, you go crazy, mm-hmm. and you have no one to stop you because you got so much money than so much more money than everybody else. So I don't know, um, and also. Anything can happen during your career. So if you don't have a degree and you get injured at twenty four, what you gonna do? But what are people doing at back at home if they're not going pro? They just work. That's a big problem back home because There's no degrees like that, right? Every, yeah, everybody bet on playing soccer and make money out of it. So if you don't make it pro, just some people just go back to where they where they from and struggle after that. Mm. So it's really. I mean, I was to be fair, I was struggling. Yeah. I was struggling, and that's why I decided to come in America because I saw that on the TV, and I was like, I want to, I want to do that on TV. Yeah, on TV. <laughs> <laughs> they sell that dream. They sell you that dream. Yeah, American dream. Best best place in the world. Come on. Best in the world. You see American Pie. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Not, not, uh, when I was younger, I thought American. You went to Virginia. Well, you didn't go to Virginia. West Virginia is right beside your school, right? University. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's more like I mean, that was that was kind of far. So like, uh, okay. I stayed focused on soccer in school. I got lucky in that part because I knew for a fact that if I went to big school, mm. I wouldn't play in Pittsburgh right now. Mm. I probably had my degree, but. I'm <laughs> doing something yeah, else. Heavy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah. question. Yeah, a lot of this I know. Went to West Virginia, better than me. Recruited higher, just. Just uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> animal in itself. College is an yeah. animal, bro. I tell kids, a lot of the, a lot of the kids they know they're gonna go pro. If you know you're gonna go pro, mm-hmm. honestly, like 
go that route because I mean you can always you can get your money anyways you can go back to school and do your thing yeah stuff, that's the thing like, you can still go back the chances of you becoming a pro and actually playing for a high quality team at a young age is rare too like a lot of MLS teams aren't giving young kids opportunities so mm-hmm. if you're a young kid and you do have an opportunity like what's his name from DC um, Griffin 16 Griffin yeah, 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 yeah. just made his first MLS start like two days ago but he's been playing for Lada like every single game mm-hmm. he's 16 got an MLS homegrown contract 70k chilling but you're 16, like, I probably wouldn't have passed it up either just because I can know I'm going to go pro, put mm-hmm. Rain Rooney and all these guys on a consistent basis. And be a star, 16, be a star. Do you think the MLS should be giving kids more time now? Um, certain teams, yeah. I feel like you have some teams that give their youth. Mm. Like, I think uh, Union, mm. they give their youth. Rebels, too. Yeah, Rebels. Rebels. You know what I'm it depends on the quality of the kid. Exactly. If you're good like, enough, you can you, play. You deserve to play. Yeah. You play like, I think DC has, uh, what's his name? Durkin? Durkin. I, I think, think, I think he should play more. Yeah. yeah. I think sometimes it's a coach, too. Mm. Yeah. Some coach believes in kids. Yeah. Because you have some kid, they sign you, and those kids working hard in practice. They ain't there. And they're like, okay, I'm waiting for one opportunity. But the coach never really give you the opportunity. You know what I mean? And I, I, I like still it just come back to the coach and the system. You know what I mean? Because yeah. some coach, you might look at some coaches in MLS, and if you check, they might never play like four or five young guys before. Right. A lot of coaches are like that. Yeah. But some coaches, they're going to tell you, there's two types of players. Is either you're ready to play or you're not. Right. As it should so be. it doesn't matter your age. As it should be. Look at Danny Alves right now. He's 35. He's still ready to play at all times. Mm-hmm. So they're going to play. Right. So if you're a young kid, even when you show that you're ready to play, they're going to tell you, oh, you have to go in the second yeah. team and prove yourself. And You know what I mean? You never really get opportunity. But sometimes it's just a coach. And, you know what I mean? Hopefully players can look into that and, but why do they do it overseas in Europe and we don't do it? I agree with that. Because they believe in a system of kids or the future. Yeah, it's either you're ready or you're not ready. That's a, people, that's a business too. A lot of people, like, they'll play based off your name or whatever, like, when others are more deserving. So I have a friend that plays in the, the MLS, you know, and I feel like he should be starting. You know, I ask him how he's doing in training. He's like, obviously, he's balling out. But like Still their coach would just play the older guys, yeah, you know, yeah. and just cause. Just cause. And then sometimes too, it's based on the money you're on. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> in the, the MLS, it's based on the money you're on. I bet you if Alexis Sanchez was in the MLS team, he plays every single game. Whatever he yeah. wants. <laughs> every single game. It doesn't matter. Some some teams, it's just based on oh, he's making X amount of money. Continue to play, yeah, play, yeah, play. Yeah, sure. But like you said, it's a business though, and like I feel like overseas, you look at teams like, um, what's that? Who did Atletico Madrid just yeah, buy? Yeah, Joel Fix. I was what thinking about the same player. Him. I can keep going about a bunch of young players, but it's a business in the sense where there's a reason why, you know, smaller clubs are producing players like that over and yeah. over because they actually care about the, the development. Uh, you, yeah. Then they sell them high. Yeah. 
taken even, even and they dump it all back into the system yeah. and bring some more kids back. Even right? even it's even like, oh my gosh, like you you would want your club and everything to promote you, you know, want this kid to get out of because it only looks better. He came from your system, yeah. so it shows that like I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't understand a lot of these times where if a kid that deserves to play, he's good enough, he should be out there, give him his experience. And if he's not ready, then he can have a seat on the bench, learn the experience. But, like, if he's ready and he can – what's his name on, on Philly? Who's uh, Brennan Aronson? You remember him? Yeah, the yeah, 10? yeah, yeah, He started He started the past, like, 10 to 15 games with Philly, man. Crazy, sir. Remember him, the 10 from Bethlehem? Little, little, he, he little boy. Yeah. Oh. Little boy. Yeah, Shifty one. Shifty one, yeah. yeah. Starting the past 10 games from Philly. But they just, like, they care about their youth and they yeah. – You can play. You can play. Oh, bro. Both center back to ready, ready. Yeah, it's a good look on your team when you got right players getting bought right. by bigger clubs. But y'all, yeah. yo, appreciate you guys coming on the show. Thanks, Thanks to guys. you, bro. Thanks to our sponsor, Golden Gold Press, the best choice for you to get your custom shirts, hats, mugs, and other items for just yourself or your organization. Check out their amazing products at a fraction of the price of other places at goldengoldpress.com. And also thanks to Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, US, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Appreciate you guys.